Tech Talks is partnered with Tom's, the only music shop for all of our audio needs for season two. Tom's has helped us successfully kit out our operation to cope with the unique situation of these challenging times and have given us an M-Audio Air 192 for Vocal Studio Pro, which is basically an all-in-one starter pack with a high-quality condenser mic, studio-quality headphones, and this slick, easy-to-use audio interface that I'm actually using right now. And for somebody like me who's slightly technically challenged, it was the easiest to set up on my Mac, and it's geared towards creating the highest studio-quality recordings. So sit back and enjoy this week's podcast. Hello and welcome to Tex Talks. I am Tex and today I am talking to the United States of Blumendahl's favorite hip-hop son, whose slick rhymes and lack of vibes quickly earned him a place amongst Afrikaans rap's elite. You'll be hard-pressed to find a more dynamic, humorous, and keen storyteller who also happens to be one of the most warm and easygoing musicians I've had the pleasure of meeting. I am, of course, talking about Earl Swartz, better known to the rest of South Africa as Early B. Early, welcome. How are you doing? Your choice. I'm like, I'm like, I'm already crying. Tekla, how are you doing? Thank <laughs> you for that wonderful intro, man. Just like it. <laughs> it's the it's the Italian poet in me. <laughs> uh, you got it. Yeah, that yeah, that girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. The last time I saw you before all mm-hmm. this Corona cuck went down, yeah. you were shooting. Van Pletsen's Dronkop Lifter video at Romeo's. And I remember mm-hmm. you and I, we had a fat chat about your plans for the rest of the year and all of the things that like were coming up. How yeah. much have you now had to reorganize your life around lockdown? Um, you know what? Actually, everything. I have such mixed emotions about this whole Corona vibe in 2020, you know? Um, because on the one end, I was like, oh, um, oops, sorry about that. But anyways, on the one <laughs> On the we off to, we off, we off to a lack of start. Okay, yeah. Now, now it's 2020, man. <laughs> so, so on the one end, I was thinking, okay, you know what? It gives me more time with the family because I, I, I wasn't like home for like forever, you know? And um, and my parents are getting a bit older and things you, you check. So I was like, okay, you know what? On the one end, this is good. I can spend time with the family. My dad, like we're building cars because cars on the other end is my other my other love. You know what I'm saying? So that was good. And then on the other end, I was checking, you know what? Nah? Like the eighth of May just passed. I was like just sitting back and I was like checking. Yeah. I was supposed to be in Amsterdam now doing my first international performance. So that was like the bummer on the other end. Ma, you know, you take the, the so like we say in Afrikaans, if I de, if I de see him with the smile, you know. So I'm still smiling. <laughs> Always smiling. That's one of the things I love about you the most. But um, at the beginning of May, I think it was, we were on our way down to Mm -hmm. level four. And and DJ Easy from Good Hope FM asked you to write some bars on on top of Megan Thee Stallion's Savage Beat. (laughs) And your Corona version just like exploded online. What what's your your creative process like when tackling a task like that, and the, and just in general, like when you're writing raps? Um, for me, it's it's literally like just being myself, man. I I have this thing where where I speak English and Afrikaans, so it doesn't matter. I can be speaking to the president, and he'll be speaking like the highest English ever, or I'll speak 
to somebody that's an Afrikaans teacher or something and you'll speak the highest Afrikaans, I will mix the two and I'll just be myself. And then obviously just applying um, whatever I experienced or what I see or what I think the people should hear. Um, that's, how, that's how I approach every track, um, whether, it's, whether it's something I just want to have fun on and then like something informative like the Corona track. And also on the other hand, um, just for that competition, because it was like the challenge, you know, so it was like, we can split the best 16 in there. So I was like, you know what, I'm, so I'm going to put the hook also on that one. You, just were, gonna, for fun. you were flexing hard. <laughs> but it was lacking, man, because you know what, actually at the start, I, when I started my whole career, I started out with mixtapes. I was in a group. So we started out with mixtapes and things, and this was like right down my avenue when he said like, can you do something on Savage? I was like, my bro. <laughs> Just give the beat. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah, this no. um uh talking about starting out? Was this mm-hmm. with Earl and a Jamie? The with duo Ar- that you MC. Yeah, Ar- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my pronunciation is like the I... worst. <laughs> <laughs> so good, <don't> worry. <laughs> yeah, no, so that that was that was our our like photo. Everybody knew us for like doing mixtape beats because um, when we started out, Fifty Cent made a big, made some big noise with his mixtape, with his mixtape movement um, back then. Because I remember he, he did something on, you know that song. Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. Uh, yes. You, you know that thing of Buster. So Fifty had his own version of that, and I thought it was like the best thing ever. And then I told Arjun, you know what? How about we do our Afrikaans vibe in this, and then just kill every beat that comes out. And that was that was our that was our formula that we actually used. You know. <laughs> so growing up in PE, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, PE's tiny. Was there even yeah. a scene or like did you kind of have to just make a scene up with the people yeah. you met as you went along? Obviously, you've got Arjami. Now I can uh-huh. say his name correctly. But <laughs> but what what were the other things happening in 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 PE right about that time? Okay, for from what I can remember back then there was a little scene going on, but it was more like uh, neighborhood thing. Um, we would have cipher sessions every Wednesday. There was this. I actually should give more props to this lady. Her name is Auntie Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie Hector. So she used to like um book the the community center and then invite all the hip hop cats like the rappers, the dancers, um, MC. Yeah. So we we would come together and do our MCing over there, like um cipher sessions and stuff. Um, and that's how I actually got to know the other other guys. But their style was, the style in PE was more like Cape Town style, you know? Um, because I, I, I feel all, all hoods relate. So they would have the, the Cape Flat slang or the, the kind of topics we speak about, you know? I remember back in the day, um, Isaac Newton had the, so- had the song, Stand fast, he sells your little book for your geluk, he sells for dala. Yakabala kava, this is Cape Flat. Stand fast, he sells your little book for your geluk, he sells for dala. Yakabala kava, this is Cape Flat. You know, so yes. everybody wanted to have <laughs> that type of vibe. And then I was like, guys, there's, there's something missing here, man. Like, that's, there's people that actually wants to, they want to listen to our tracks or, or like actually bump it like with a, in front of their parents or something. You know what I'm saying? So that's when Arjami, MC and I said, okay, now, nah, you know what, now, nah, instead of coming to the Cypher sessions and joining the Cyphers, we want to be the guest artists that they want to book because at the end of the day, we want to make something out of it. And... That was the scene back then. A lot uh, saying P is a small place. Um, mm. a lot of jealousy sparked also. 
Um, so that sparked some beef with 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 the other rappers, and that also created a bigger hype because I remember going to Cape Town and people speaking about the beef that we had in in PE, you know. So there was to to be honest, there was a scene, but um, not as loud as as Joburg and PE, uh, uh, Joburg and Cape Town scene. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So then, yeah. what happened to Earl and Arjami? Like, what what ultimately made you go out on a solo limb? Um. Ajme actually had had his had his issues in life, man. You know, he 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 faced some personal things, and I think one day he might he might come back and and explain his situation. But on my on my side, it's not it's not my um how can I say it's not my responsibility to speak about his situation. But he had his thing happening. Um, at the time, like Ajme and I were inseparable. Like whenever you see Ajme, you would see oh, like did he way. live like down the road from you? Yeah, he's around the corner. <laughs> he's right around the corner. <laughs> so we used to, we used to like every, we like everybody knew. If you see Ajmi, we used to call each other like people have this thing, khataya, like he was my khataya, khataya. Like whatever, if something happened to Ajmi, knows what happened to Al, or Al knows what happened to Ajmi. So we were inseparable um, with like outside music and within within the music. And then he just one day, it was funny for me, man. He just told me like, guy, I don't want to do this anymore. And we had this dream of like being like on platforms that that I'm on today. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I was like, dude, I can feel, you know that when you feel like it's about to happen, man. It's, you know, it's, you uh, can, yeah. From, you, you know, know it from like balls to bones. You just feel exactly, it. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And I, I just couldn't understand. I was like, bro, don't, don't do this. And he, he obviously had his reasons and, and he said no. And I had to respect that, you know. Um, as a friend and as as a member of the group, I was like, okay, now you know what? It's cool. I'm gonna have to step out and do my thing because at the end of the day, it's actually still my passion, man. Like, I would mm. wake up three o'clock in the morning and have something in my mind to lay down on the mic, you know. So it was just <laughs> my vibe. It sounds to me like you you're kind of you're someone who always has several projects on the go like i know that you studied mm -hmm. mechanical engineering and mm -hmm. i know that you also did a film and production degree which came in handy because you know you started creating your own music videos independently and uploading them like like a j was one of them you know when i checked today <laughs> it's sitting on 2.4 million Jeez, Louise. I always get the chills when people when people speak about Lekka Jai. Right? Winner place. <laughs> <laughs> but but what what was that deciding factor that ultimately tipped music in favor of like this is what I'm gonna do? You know what? We we were speaking Lekka man, so I can I can jump around a little for you. Yeah, of course. So so recently I did the song with with Karen. Um, I don't know if you're a dear drug with Karen mm -hmm. Zoid. Mm -hmm. So, Dear Druk was the song I actually wrote in the time when Ajme and I split, you know? Okay. So, I wrote the song and then it was almost like a letter to him saying like, you know what, dude, I know this isn't right, but I'm going to respect your wishes, you go your way, I'll go mine, and this is what I'm going to do. So, I did Dear Druk. Die smakelijk is eerste in die realste trek wat ek ooit gespit het Om ernstig te wees is een trek wat ek nooit wou druk het Van ernst in my boor sê daar iets die binnen gerukt Deerdruk came out to text a lot of people I used to perform at the KK and K um, The Rainclad stage we used to have the Wednesday night or Thursday night Something like that We used to have that And the first time I performed that song To my amazement Everybody was singing the hook of that song So I was like you know what no? This is something that really 
that I really wanted, man, you know? I wanted to do that for someone else. I know you're going through a tough situation or something. So I'm going to lay down whatever I have here. On, mm-hmm. I'm lay everything on the track and then whoever's listening should feel like, you know, what all, all understands what's, what I'm going through. So Deirdrug was the song that I actually wrote. And then me being myself, Alte Jolly and Huto, one day I was just like, okay, you know what? Now I'm feeling like zai, like zai. <laughs> and it was, it was really just, it was really just the song where I was having fun. I was, I was literally just like having fun on the beat. Um, coming to the video now, my my friend, my buddy bought him a camera. He just bought himself. I think it was a DSLR. I don't even know what what type of camera it was. Anyways, he buys the camera. He doesn't know how to work this thing. He just wanted to take pictures. I was like, dude. I was studying this vibe, man. So come, let's let's put let's put our brains together. Let's let's work together and do a song, uh-huh. uh, do a music video for Lekka Jai and um, Kim Lin, the girl in the video. Mm-hmm. My favorite. <laughs> She's a beast. I love her. <laughs> so Elvida, she 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 was she was awesome. So she actually studied um, theater. Um, what do you call it? Musical theater. So I was like, you know, this is down your avenue, man. Why don't why don't all of us just put our talents together? And let's let's create this 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 package. And we shot it like literally in Clear Estate, which is around the corner from the Dal. Um, we had we had lunch at my friend's place, the chubby one, the one that always smokes. I speak about him there, the one that locks me in the shop. Yes, that one. We don't like shop. him. That's that wasn't very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Was it? <laughs> I mean, you, know? you were basically fighting for your life there with Kimi Lin. Facts. <laughs> so we we like had lunch at his at his um mom's place, and like it was literally a low budget. We did it guerrilla style, man. And I'm so grateful for everybody that played a role in that thing. If you had to ballpark how mm-hmm. much it cost you to put together that music video, what would you say? I'd say I'll be exaggerating, over exaggerating if I if I spent over seven hundred rand, like including the, the packet of two minute noodles. Facts. Two minute noodles is in the mix there. We surely spent like I would I'd say four, four fifty, three hundred. I don't know now because because funny could fluctuate, man. You mm, know, but mm, back mm. then it was like four hundred, man. Like honestly. Petrol money. Was it we ate at my friend's place, two minute noodles? What what cool drink? Was dirt? <laughs> That's insane. And we're sitting on two point four. I say we because you know I'm part of the family now. Yeah, so no, we're sitting the family. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting on 2.4 million views. I mean, that's just it's insane. Crazy, man. It's crazy. That's the song that actually um, made me feel like, you know what? Oh, you can actually do this alone. Because I was so used to the people knowing the two of us together, me and Ajami, you know. And we, we, did, we did a couple of tracks that actually made some noise in SA. Like, Daxcroof was one of the songs that, that made it to MCAS, MVP. That time, um, Francois them did... Uh, I'm not sure what song, but French with them were there. Pero was there. Devil's Fantastic was there. So all of us were in that same um, top 10 um, list of MK that got, cho- that got chosen to, to do their music videos, you know? Yeah, and then they gave you X amount of money and then you could do a thing and then exactly. there was a premiere. Yeah, I remember that. Exactly. So I was freak scared to actually just do it myself, you know, just step out and say, look, I'm early B. This is what I'm going to do. So that was... Lekka Jai actually made me <laughs> think like, okay, brah, you can do this. Let's go. Mm. You know? So so talk to me about your relationship with uh, Peach and with Nax from Vampix. Because <laughs> that's where I, I know you from. Because essentially yeah. when you started collabing mm-hmm. with them on singles and videos and then joining them on stage, 
think I, I actually saw you perform for the first time with them at Millipop the one year. Yeah. How <laughs> did that <clears throat> how did that partnership start and, and, and how did that grow? Um I actually met Peach first. Um I featured with, with Irene Louis. She's 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 a pop singer. Um what what happened was I, I dropped a verse on, on, on one of her songs and um obviously I had to speak with the producer and Peach was the producer on the track. And then we were having a fat chat and at the time Peach was busy with Ailand still. <laughs> oh my gosh. And also another sends- crack of a video. <laughs> this is crazy. So then he sends me he sends me this this vibe with a music video and he's like, dude, we're working on this track. Um just listen, listen to a few of the, uh, this is the vibe that we're working on. And I was listening. I actually told them for the first time after how many years I told them like guys, I was actually having some doubts about this old sound because i was like hey okay it's kind of cool <laughs> but, but they are like my brother it's my massacre as i will always call them bozaman or my massacre you know so um we met via irene louis um he produced the track and then he sent me those tracks and ever since then like i felt their vibe because he was he was open to like i'm i'm the type of person that's always open to new ideas man you know and he was he brought something fresh and it was just different for me, man. And I was like, you know what, man? This is this is a vibe. And as a person, Peach and and Maki, like next, they are the best ones to chill with. And yeah, so, they're good so, people. You like straight shooters, you know. So that's how we actually clicked. And it's, it's after the first track, it was always like, "Dude, you ready?" I'm like, "Yeah, nah, just send, bro." <laughs> you know. But that's what you, you know, that's what you want. Um, mm-hmm. As a musician, you want to work with people who are a straight shooters, but also who you got a vibe with and you get along with, right. because right. that's how the the end product is like so much sweeter. And you can mm-hmm. just you can just tell like everything that you guys do together. It's just so so natural and like just lacquer, natural. like very <laughs> rad. <laughs> <laughs> so so Yana, um, on the other end, I actually make I make lacquer music with people that i'm actually lacquer with outside the music so peach peach maki and i can all walk up together like just on a random day and just chill and speak about life and we'll have a ball of a time we'll speak for hours and not have to go to studio you know what i'm saying Mm. so i actually connect very lacquer with him what's your general vibe been like with industry people as you climb the ladder you know and, and and become more and more successful um have you found that people get more approachable less approachable like what is your what's your vibe been has it been generally positive or does mm-hmm. it have its negative sides as well you know what now i do notice okay i'm gonna say it this way my whole vibe is um so diplomatic i know <laughs> <laughs> so my whole vibe is i i know for the fact that um like it's life man you you're not gonna get everybody that's gonna be like, just come with you without the hidden agenda. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know, like, some people I would walk up to five or ten years ago and say, look, I'm busy doing this now, and, and I think we should work together. They'd be like, okay, nah, I, don't, I don't think you're really. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, on the one, on the one hand, I, I know that there's people like that, but I, every, everybody I meet, like, for, like, today or tomorrow, I would, I would give them a chance to actually, like, be themselves, man, you know? And 
we we cannot connect after that. And I'll must see if you if you have some other agendas or if you have a different vibe to it. Um, yeah, that's a that's how I might just choose to 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 meet you without having any ideas about it because you you pick it up like okay this one's not being genuine right now or something like that you know hmm. and people people used to tell me like you should watch out for the industry people but at the end of the day it's people man like outside the industry like if you work at Volkswagen you'll find somebody like that you know it's all over that way so cock people are everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to say that, but you said it. <laughs> My sure I can say whatever the hell I want to. <laughs> no, but now, <laughs> your 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 sister Rochelle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's also your manager. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, some people have this weird stigma about like don't work with family. I mean, it works yeah, yeah. fine for like Billie Eilish and her brothers. So I don't know what people are talking yep. about. And yep. clearly, like you and Rochelle have a great relationship because you have nothing but good things to say about her. Like to me, mm-hmm. and also on social media, has she mm-hmm. has she been by your side from like day one? That's my day one since day one <laughs> since I came here. You know, uh, you're <laughs> right real, or for die <laughs> for real for real. Um, Sheila is actually. Yo, you know what now? I get emotional when I speak about Sheila. Um, we said we weren't going to cry, you see. Nah, right. nah. You see, I'm going to say, stop alles, stop alles. <laughs> but but one thing, one thing I can tell you about my sister, she doesn't mess around. She'll tell you straight up, like, if if you being, she's, she's, the, she's the one that will tell you straight up. I will still be nice with you and all that. She would tell you straight, like, look, you're not, you're not doing this thing now. You're not stepping in line now and, and things. Um, that's just uh, as a person. So coming back to, I'm uh, sorry, I'm going to jump around, Tekla, now you don't mind. <laughs> uh, no, not at all. You can you can jump around like this is the house of pain. Like, we, I don't mind. <laughs> so so um, coming back to MC's Earl and Arjami, um, we did this, we did this as like, we we were having fun with it and we used to we used to do like gate crashing performances so we would go to a school talent show or a modeling show and be like you know what just give us this one song we we promise you we're going to take the show to the next level and that's what we used to do every time we used to go to every like club we used to go to clubs and things and perform at clubs that's how we got our names out there and then afterwards she was like you know what guys so many people like when people afterwards it started happening like this, as soon as people see us walk in the door, they're like, go perform, go, go, go. Like everybody would like just tell us, go do something, you know? So then she was like, and my, my sister and I were like this since like young days. She t- The first person that took me to club was my sister. I went to club with my sister for the first time, you know? Is um, she older so, than you? Yeah, she's older than me. Okay. But but I'm Buddha still. <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened was she, she told us like, look guys, if you guys actually want to make something of this, come, let's let's just structure everything lacquer and then let's work forward with with a with a better plan with this whole thing. And our very first show we, we actually did was a benefit show for um this girl called her name is Carly, and she was in an accident that that there's a bridge, there's a the Thunder Kemp's is is a very um it's a historical site. In, in Port Elizabeth. So there was a, a accident, a school a school taxi, like made a huge accident. And this girl was like, she, she came off the worst of all the other passengers. And obviously funds weren't there. So what we did was, 
um, our very, very first show. Remember, we did all this mixtapes and everybody knew who we were. And then when we said we were going to have a show, it was like, everybody was like, ah, we're coming. And then we were like, okay, you know what? All this money we're going to get, we're going to give to Carly. You know what I'm saying? And um, she actually helped us with the logistics and meeting with the right people. Factories came in and said, look, we want to buy so many tickets. Um, like we had, we had sponsors coming in from all over. And our very first show was like sold out, man. And then we were like looking. It wasn't like, hey, bro, look what we did. It was like just the Shela thanks, man, you know. And ever since then, I, um, we decided it was like, okay, Shela, you have the, the brains for this. She swatted PR as well, you know, and she can click with people and she can see things. Like we would sit and chill at the bra or something and she would just whisper in my ear and tell me an, an idea or something. I'd be like, What? Next level, you know? <laughs> so Sheila plays a huge role, like within within the music business for me and um like in life. So mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate that woman. The first email that I ever got mm-hmm. <clears throat> that featured well it was it was a press release about one of your one of your videos. And it was mm-hmm. from Michelle. Oh, and wow. I I was so impressed at how professionally she contacted me because, you know, sometimes <laughs> people, they hit you up on email and they're like, hey, like subject mm. line is review, please. And then wow. the body copy of the email is like, here's my mixtape, the link. <laughs> and then they're like, please review. And that's what I get. And I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> so, is, so. <laughs> it's a bit too much for a Monday morning. So, you know, I, I always appreciate it when I get emails that are, mm. you know, to whom it may concern or dear tecla mm. or high techs or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. I, that email sticks with me. Cause I was like, okay, okay, cool. <laughs> and then I clicked on it and I went to watch the video and then I was like, Oh, I know early B like oh, yeah. I saw him at Millipop and I, he's mm-hmm. been, he's been collaborating with Van Pletsen. So mm-hmm. yeah, I never, never underestimate the, the power of a, a good email, but also a good manager. Facts, facts. So without Sheila, I would I would be that person like, hey, how's it? You did look <laughs> quiet. <laughs> I would have deleted your email. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh man. my gosh! But now, like, so so fast forward to twenty seventeen, right? Mm-hmm. And and you make history by becoming the first Afrikaans rapper to sign mm-hmm. with Universal Music Group, which, I mean, uh, early, that's a huge achievement. Yeah. Like, what what has the signing, because it's been like three years now, what has yeah, the yeah. signing and working with a larger team essentially done for your for your career? Because I know, I, I think I read somewhere that you said that it's been like one of the single biggest achievements so far. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually, it made it so much easier because Back in the day, I remember earlier than 2017, and I'm just gonna talk about performances now, because most of most of our money is coming from performances and things, you know. So, so um, we would we would apply for festivals that I'm performing at now. Like they would call before before the time now to for me to perform at their festivals. But we would apply. Like I know religiously, I would spam them. Like look. Look at this. Just check this out. You know. You know what I'm saying. And oh, we How's never it? Get... This is what I do. You like it? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Before that, Shela should done it. Well, <laughs> So, so what happened was, um, we never, we never got that shot. You know, and um, 
working with Universal, it's it's also a company that 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 holds weight, man. You know, so for them to actually say, look, we have early B or something, they open their doors, so doors get opened easier. Um, obviously, signing to a label, marketing wise, your 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 platform is so much bigger. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they put you on such a okay it's easier now but back then it was it was like yeah it was a mission you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um for me i i must say like it, it meant a lot for 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 a lot of cats here in pe as well hip-hop guys um just to just just for us to also check like look uh, international labels looking at us Afrikaans rappers you know what i'm saying you need dull and i'm i'm also honored to say last year was the first time and Look, a lot of people look at labels like different ways, you know. People, some people would be like, "Oh, no, nah, I don't want to mix with labels." Some people are for for the thing, but mm. um, for the first time last year, I was speaking about Kaka and Ka. Um, we used to have it every year. Like, Arjun and I used to perform at Kaka. Our very first time, we went to Kaka and Ka for the Rimplet show. They had to cancel it because it was too full for the young kids. Like, they were watching for the young kids in front. It might cause a stampede, so they canceled the first one. We made so much noise, but there was no there was no doors opening for us. And last year, actually, the year after I signed with Universal, um, I know Sony came, Universal came, and some other indies indies also came to come check out the other um, hip hop artists. So it was almost like you know what now, I for whoever wants to go that way, dude, I brought the people here for us, you know. So I, yeah. It, it meant a lot for me, like also just yeah, helping the next person also to get to that next level. Mm. I feel like you're you're also no stranger to winning awards. I mean, I, I, I'm sure I'm no, but pr- pretty sure I'm I'm su- I'm sure that you'll be able to add a a sama to your hey, your, your guma. We're working um, for that. We're working. But, <laughs> but more recently, you mm-hmm. won. Best performance in contemporary music at Wordfierce, yeah. which at was Wolf. amazing because you beat Franny and you beat yeah. Spuchwolf and I you was... beat Red Sheep. And, like, I know that musicians like to say that awards don't mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. But I know mm-hmm. for me, whenever I win something, I'm like, yes! <laughs> like, I go mad. <laughs> so, so I mean, obviously, it, it must be, feel good to be recognized by your industry peers, right? Uh, felt so good you know on the uh for also for another reason this is this is actually why i felt also like so lacquer it was because i brought guys from pe man the you i don't know if you saw the music video be an alarm so the dancers in there um that i brought them along as well so just to have this whole PE vibe thing, you know, happening and to do the whole performance with me. And I did a few dance moves with them. So I felt no man, <laughs> you know, so because they were like, look, he's not going a few dance moves here and things. And that was awesome because I could come home and tell the guys, look, we won this, man, you know, mm. and it also sparked that in them. So I, I, every time I win something, I always say, this is for every lighty in the doll. And places like the doll, you know, for you to check. Like, I'm really that guy. You'll check me walking around here in Bloomingdale, just or my car breaks down, uh, like down the road, and I'll walk around there looking like a fail lap or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and on the other end, I can win awards. So, so um, I just want like every time I win an award, I always want to make it known that for every light out there in a in a in a area like mine. 
or from my area. It's be, it's it's possible, man. We can do it. It's not just but, TV. But that's TV. your yeah. But that's your thing, like funny Dalaf. Like that's no your vibe. You're like <laughs> that's my what? Vibe. No, but whatever you do, you you represent the place that you're from, and I think that that's very important because a lot of people, you know, they they grow up, they move away, maybe, um, and they forget like their roots and their culture and where they're from, and that makes you so distinct. That makes you early B. Oh, <laughs> and also. Part of part of that thing, you know, um, from part of me saying as funny dialogue is also just to remind me, you know, because you can get lost pretty quickly in this thing, you can you can lose it, and and one thing one thing I I really appreciate about my family at home and, and things they will always remind me about like don't ever forget where you come from, um, you know, my dad my dad is like yo I would go to. Joburg or something. My father would be like, "Look here, this one's daughter's there. Just go say hello to this one and goodness." <laughs> Tell them Boot says this, and if they're not there, just leave three bricks in front of the door. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so things like that 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 keeps me like grounded, man. And and um, just saying funny Dalaf Maisi takes me back to the days when I was in the Dal or, or when I'm in the Dal, you know. And most of my music is inspired from Bloomingdale, man. I've been here most of my life. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that is my vibe. <laughs> I know. I read that you um, were building a car from mm. scratch during yep, lockdown. Yep. yep, yep. And you said earlier that, like, cars are your thing. Mm-hmm. Where... Which obviously feeds into the, like, like the mechanical engineer um, mm-hmm. side of you as well. Like, where did this passion come from? Was it also of, like when you were growing up and like your family and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So my dad's a mechanic, no? Okay. And as a youngster, as a youngster, I used to always like hand him tools. And the best thing for me was like him. My father has this 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 van is this, this van is thirty one years old now. He has this um, Caravel microbus. Back, oh wow. Uh, and he put like a three liter V6 engine in there. So it sounds like, you know, those race cars. Wow. <laughs> so the best thing for me was like when my father used to start up the car, uh, like the van and, and like just rev that thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, um, I, on school, I was, I was at the comprehensive school. So, um, I did mechanical engineering was also one of my subjects there. So I used to, I was the guy that stayed after school, not, not to, to stay in for detention, I would be at the mechanical cell because he was also into drag racing. I used to be at Bona's workshop, like just working on cars and things. So that's my other passion. And um, going into lockdown, I was like, you know what, nah? I'm going to have so much time. Um, because, I, because when it wasn't this whole Corona thing, I was on the road so much, I couldn't actually, because also building a car takes a lot of time, man. you check. So, um, I was checking it. Okay, why don't I just finish this? And there's actually a plan coming later on. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, but I can't tell you now. Stani, there's a there's something coming with this car that I'm building. Um, <laughs> something special. I'll let you I'll let you off the hook now so long as you give me an exclusive. That's all I'm saying. For sure, for sure. Now I'll do lacquer. that. I'll do that. No okay. stress. <laughs> no stress. So yeah, so um that that's part that's my other that's my other passion, like building a car from scratch, like taking the time. But you know what? One one thing my dad actually told me the day before yesterday. That's because I get frustrated also, man. Ho ho. Because I can't wait too long. Like I don't like lines or 
I can't take shops anymore. I, I don't know why. So I'm not as patient anymore. So now the other day I was busy with this one motor and something went wrong in the motor. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bloody throw this thing away and just get something out. And my dad was like, yeah, but you can't do it. You would patience it for it. Exactly. <laughs> Listen to your father. He's a wise man. <laughs> so that's that's the other thing. So patience on the other end is like, because I'm also checking, man. Yeah, I just want to get done. Get in drive now, you know. But. Uh, we're gonna have to wait for that. <laughs> yeah. So apart from the car, I also know that you're working on mm-hmm. the follow-up album to Anjanama Um yes, yes, Can yes. we can we expect more of the same like tongue-in-cheek early B humor in the album? Like, give me a give me a um, little teaser. <laughs> you know what? Now I'm actually gonna I'm gonna bring the listener a bit closer to who I am in this one. Um, there will be there will be obviously some feel good songs because that's my that's my whole thing. I I'm I feel I'm here to actually make everybody feel better about life, man. Like if you put that thing on that track on, it must be like oh my, like the first time you listen to Lekker Zay, it must must bring you back to that feeling. You know, I want to give you drugs through a mu- like through a track. You know, you must all always the, say that first time. All the aunties <laughs> that listen to Ben Ten. Like you want to, you, you know? want to make them feel, you know, <laughs> you want to make them feel wanted. <laughs> That's the thing, you know. So, um, well, the second album, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring the listener a bit closer to who I am. Um, I feel the first album was more, more of like a. Uh, that's why I called it Anhanamikinus. It was, it was more of an introduction to show the people, okay, like this is what I can do. I can vibe on a. Like there's there's one reggae type of feel that I did with emo, and then I went to the lot electronic vibe with 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 Pero and Justin, you know, and then acoustic with um unpass, you know. So I was mo- showing people more like, okay, hi, my name is Earl. This is what I can do. It's like Pero actually told me, uh, Zander actually told me something before I actually did it. Um, our very first track we did together. He told me, you know what, now when you step into the studio and you busy and you're about to record your album. That right there is your business card. So make sure you have everything that you can do on that business card because that's what's gonna take you to the next contact and things. And I I kept that since our first that was our first um meal we had together and he told me that I was like, yo, Jack Parrows know how deep we <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um yeah, so I'm gonna sing with the second album, it's gonna be lacquer, it's gonna be a vibe. I like I like that what Zander told you. It's the no. same as what a, a buddy of mine um, told me. He was like, you know, every time I step out onto the stage, I mm-hmm. make sure that I give 150% of myself every time because I never know who's in the audience. Yeah. And it doesn't matter whether they're five people or whether they're 50 people, you know, like, for example, when you were at Car Car and Car and the Universal mm-hmm. people came, you know, you gave 150% mm-hmm. of, of yourself and they were like, ah. Yep. We see something there. <laughs> so it's the same, yep. you know, it's the same kind of vibe. True, true. And I appreciate that though. I always tell him like, bro, you gave me some gold there. And, and I always t- I take it with me wherever I go. So, um, yeah. And also, uh, just to drop this down there, I'm just going to also show, show the rappers I can still rap, man, you know? Because a lot of a lot of these rapper guys are like now, like ah, oh, there you went soft now, singing Benten here for the aunties. So <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to drop a few bars on them as well. <laughs> 
Okay, listen, uh-huh. you brought up Ben 10 again, not me, but I have to ask. Oh, I mean, listen, I, I, I mean, is it true? Did you have a girlfriend who moved to Joburg and didn't tell you that she moved to Joburg and then you pitched up at her house and her mother tried to hit on you? Because that essentially is what Ben 10 is about. Okay, I'm not going to say too much because she might be listening. <laughs> You've said enough. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, na Benten was a lekker song man. Yeah, na. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, the music video was also very like. Yeah, it was it was quite a episode because okay, I got the auntie actually in the video was a very shy auntie. And really nah, she was heavy shy. Heavy heavy shy like and she was like, oh, is, is the camera going to be the whole time on me?" And I was like, "Just relax, mom's man, it's going to be lekker." And then she actually had to have a sip of wine. And it wasn't like, I, I'm not speaking bad. Like a lot of people also have to like, just take something to make them feel like, hey, okay, I can do this. And she had to have a sip. Yeah, to get a bit loose. You know? Like before before this podcast, I totally took like five sips of wine to get <laughs> yeah, a bit loose. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so that, I think got loose, loose after that glass of wine. I was like, okay, now we're ready to shoot this, <laughs> you know? So it was quite lacquer. It was quite lacquer. Quite the journey, man. Can't wait for you to hear the second album. So what, what's the plan? Like, what's the <clears throat> release strat? Are you still working on it? Like, yeah, I always, where, where are we at? I always, I'm, I'm always recording. Like I said, I, I would wake up at three or something and just lay something down and then just see the sun. Do you have out. a home studio? Yeah, I always, always travel with my mic and my sound card um, because I sleep like that. I'd, I'd wake up and be like, oh, I hear something, boom, 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 and then uh, just jump in you know so um i'm always recording always recording um okay now in this time when i was building cars i didn't for like a week and that's long for me if i didn't record for a week it's like you i'm but rusty now you know <laughs> so um mm. i must say um i'm always recording and the strategy going forward um we're looking at obviously just just dropping the single first. It, it can't be the same anymore, man. You can't like drop the single and maybe just hit yeah. the road. You know what I'm saying? So there's that factor is out now. So we're looking at different strategies. And also, like I said, with the car thing, are you going to end up, you so smooth, Xe, because I'm going to end up telling you the whole bloody plan. <laughs> so, so with this also, there's going to be this whole thing for the petrol heads as well. Um, so, Yeah. Okay, like yeah. I will leave it at that. But I will say oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. I do think mm-hmm. that if not on the next yeah. album, sometime soon, you and Youngster need to collab because I think mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this for yeah. a long time and I feel like that would be the most fire <laughs> track. <laughs> it would be the dopest because I <clears throat> I rate him as like mm-hmm. one of the best Facts. in the country. If, Facts. Yeah, mm-hmm. if not the best actually i don't want to go down because the no, but, but rappers are mad like if you if you, when it comes to the the, the yep. top 10 of the mcs and they're like and one I'm two three me. and if you say like this one's the best they like skin you alive so I no, don't wanna, you can you can put him up there dude deserves it man and the way he brings it like i he can he can actually tell you straight up like whenever youngster performs i'm if i'm backstage i'm on stage like standing at the back watching him do his thing you know and i feel like you should always give credit where it's due he's been working for as long as maybe yeah he's been working for a long time you know and mm, i'm just very bloody long. happy for him to like to see him grow the way he's growing now and be at the level he's at now 
And um, we are in chat. I must say it, it, it might come. Yeah, we, we, we've, we've been really? chatting. Actually, we, we, we spoke about it for Aangenaam McKinnis. And um, that was the time I think he went to Dubai or something like that. I'm not sure. But um, it just didn't happen. And for us, it's just timing, man, you know. And when whenever mm-hmm. and seeing that I'm in Cape Town also, so that might that might just might just happen real soon, real real soon. Because I'm also excited. I'm a fan of that dude. He's bottom. I'm telling you, I've got <laughs> I've got the I've got that Nostradamus foresight. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I've got it. I'm telling you. <laughs> no, but 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 they're really cool. I like the whole camp, even with his brother. Everybody, the way they work, I admire the way they work. So mm. all salutas to him. <laughs> yeah, shout out youngster. Um, mm-hmm. But I just want to say thank you very much for doing this podcast with me. No, but this lekker man. Yes, really lekker. Yeah, my bro, I will now die dag my praag gaan visit. Die sekensie wat ek lang klaas gedrunk het. Ek rok op soos ek die klop gedrunk het. Maak haar maar die deur op en sy klom net binnen. Sy gee my een drak, sy vryf my rug oor. Sy sê wie wat ek het jou gemis oor. Ek staan confused en ek check hoe jy nou weer die activeek is. Want ek is hier vir haar kan na. Toe sy sê sy gaan goed toes kry. Stier ek vir haar dochter een message. Dus wee Joodzai. Ek kry een reply. Hey stranger, how you? Hey, I moved up to Joburg studying at Joodzai. Oh my father, hoe maak ek nou? Van die hand die lyk so sy.
Die anti-suta bente Sai suta bente A jong ouzi Haar oudste dochter sa sai Sai se a young man With energy As what she needs in her life Sai suta bente A jong ouzi Haar oudste dochter sa sai Sai se a young man With energy As what she needs in her life <laughs> Shout out to Early B for joining us in studio. Thank you for joining us for another Text Talks. Be sure to check out texttalks.com for more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and listen to Text Talks on all good streaming platforms. For myself, Tex, our producers, Jonathan Ings and Matt Lewitz, and our assistant researcher and collaborator, Al Clapper, catch you all on the flip side.